0: Good morning, Mama. Hallelujah. We love you. We celebrate you this morning. If we get set for the world, lift your two hands above your head. Put them together with a joyful shout. Let's receive our Papa, Dr. Abel Damina. Glory!
1: It's 30 days of glory, 2020. Is that the only celebration? <laughs> Glory, my Lord, my Lord, my Lord, my Lord, my Lord, my Lord. Yeah. Glory. Whoa. Let's pray for one another a few minutes. Everybody, grab somebody. Let's pray together for one another. Revelation, knowledge, the eyes of your neighbors, understanding be flooded with light. Revelation, knowledge, revelation, knowledge like a flood, strengthened with might by the spirit in the inner man. Dwells in your heart by faith, veils fall of clarity comes, thank you lord jesus lift those hands and give him praise for revelation knowledge that the knowledge of the glory of the lord will cover the earth as the water covers the sea let's give him praise let's give him praise let's give him praise glory to god glory to god glory to god And so as we begin 30 days of glory, I'm going to give Mama the microphone to declare it open for us.
2: Hallelujah! Glory. Glory. Amen. Amen. You know, before I say what I have to say, this morning, you know, when we're praying, you said Satan has no power to force you out of making a choice. He has not enough power to stop you from making a choice. And that's why you are here. He couldn't stop you from choosing to be here. Yeah. If you are here already, what then do you do with being here? According to what we've been studying over the over the uh, weeks, uh, I think it's uh, Luke 18:17. It says you have been receiving the word, and the seed is—I mean, the seed is the word. If you have received it in an honest and good heart, and you produce, the only variable or constant factor is the heart. What you do with it. Otherwise, the seed is constant, it's pure, it's perfect. What you choose to do with that word or with that seed is left to you. Right. Are you going to receive it in an honest and good heart and bring forth fruit? Or you came here to see what the place is like? Are you lose focus of why you made a choice to be here? Perhaps your choice of coming here before was to see what in you know, city is like physically or to see how many uh, more friends you can make. Today, you can re-reprioritize, you can reorganize your thoughts and choose to have an honest and good heart that this seed of the world will land very well. So that when you go back, you will go and be producing fruits in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Remember the woman says she swept everywhere to find the precious coin. And when she found it, she started rejoicing. So seek you will find. And you are finding here. You will found. And they said, well, Come, we have found him who we are looking for. If you have found him, Then receive him into an honest and good heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My prayer for you is that you will not go home empty. You will not go home distracted, derailed, in the name of Jesus. You will come with focus. You will receive what you came for, and you will prosper with it. Next convention or next uh, 30 days of glory that we're coming back, you'll be full of testimonies, souls for the kingdom, better life. Everything that is good that you are looking for
1: is yours in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Somebody shout hallelujah. Let's celebrate mama as she goes back to her seat this morning. Whoa. Lift your right hands to heaven. Let's release our faith together. As we say these words, I am born of God. I am born of the world. The word of God is my nature. I do not struggle to do the word. I do the word naturally. Therefore today. I will understand the word of his grace. I will be built up. By the end of this service, I will never be the same. Never ever be the same again. In Jesus' name. And every believer says a powerful amen. amen. We want to welcome everybody connected to this service by way of Kingdom Life Network, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, all of our social media community, brothers and sisters online. We're so glad to welcome all of you to the 30 Days of Glory Season 9. It's going to be an explosive, exciting time of studying the word of his grace. Do us a favor of of subscribing to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to the channel. Then go to Facebook. Share the video. Then like the video. It's important. Share the video. Then like the video. It's important because that helps to give visibility to what we are doing on social media. Subscribe to the YouTube channel also. That's very important. Then share the videos to as many groups as possible. We also want to welcome the radio audience in Akwaibom for being a part of the service, guys. Get ready. It's going to be exciting. Whatever radio station you're listening to, call a friend, a loved one, and a family member. Ask them to tune in to this radio station. Life is flowing through the airwaves. All our campuses around the world, what a joy to welcome all of you to Soteria Season 9. We're excited to have everybody as part of this great conference. Beginning today till the first Sunday of August. God punish the devil. Get ready. It's going to be light, 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 light. And no occasion of stumbling. Now we're excited to be in the house this morning. Can we celebrate the word with a shout? Glory. Grab your pen, your notebook, your Bible. You can be seated with your sweet smart self. As we get into the word of his grace. Mm-mm-mm. Well, Pastor Praise, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. From glory to glory, from grace to grace, you're strengthened with might by the Spirit, you continue to do exploits. The Lord keep you refreshed, the Lord keep you empowered as you continue to serve His purpose in Jesus' name. We love you, man, and we're proud of you, and we appreciate you and your family and all you do for the kingdom. Happy birthday once again. The birthday was yesterday, but it's in order to celebrate it right now. Amen. All right, we're looking at the Holy Spirit in salvation. Last year, we looked at the Holy Spirit in salvation as we began to examine the gifts of the Spirit. This year, we're going to be examining the fruit of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit in salvation. We have established in Soteria season 8 that everything that was done in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus and has been given to us can be called the Spirit. Everything that was given to us in salvation, all that Jesus' sacrificial work accomplished, can be called the Spirit. Second Corinthians, Chapter One, Verse Number Nineteen. Second Corinthians,
0: Chapter One, <laughs> Verse
1: Nineteen. <laughs> 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 So So all the promises that God gave. Jesus is the fulfillment of all the promises that God gave in the Old Testament. The word yes and amen means concluded, it means accomplished. The word yes and amen means fulfilled. So in Christ Jesus, all the promises that God gave to us, everything that God promised has been fulfilled. None was fulfilled by an angel. Everything was fulfilled in Christ. Everything was fulfilled in Christ. I didn't say it will be fulfilled. It was fulfilled in Christ. Romans chapter 15 verse number 8. Romans chapter fifteen <laughs> Jesus, the minister of the circumcision, to confirm, to accomplish, to bring to pass. It also means to strengthen, to make true the promises that God made to the fathers. God made promises. And those promises have been fulfilled by Jesus. Look at that same scripture, Romans 15 verse nine, Romans <inaudible> For this cause, I will confess to thee among the Gentiles and sing unto thy name. God made promises. That has been fulfilled by Jesus. Look at how the fulfillment took effect. Second Corinthians chapter one verse twenty-one. Second Corinthians chapter one verse twenty-one. Now he who established us with you in Christ and hath anointed us is God. Next verse. Next verse. Who hath also sealed us and given the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts the word earnest of the spirit means the proof of the spirit so we have the proof of the fulfillment of god's promises by the availability of his spirit in our hearts the proof is that spirit in our hearts so he is saying that all the promises that god gave have been fulfilled to us by giving us the spirit That is why the spirit is called in Ephesians, chapter 1, verse 13, Ephesians, chapter 1, verse number 13, in whom you also trusted, after that you had the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, after that you believed, you were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, with that Holy Spirit of promise. So, he is called the Holy Spirit of promise. So, all the redemptive work of Christ is summarized in the giving of the Spirit. All of Jesus' work, all of his accomplishment is summarized in the giving of the Spirit. There are two prophecies that contain the promise of God Ezekiel 36, 26, Ezekiel chapter 36, verse number 26. A new heart also will I give you. And a new spirit will I put within you. Observe. I will give you. Personal pronoun. I will give you a new heart. I will put within you a new spirit. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh. And I will give you an heart of flesh. Next verse. Verse 27. And I will put my spirit within you. And cause you to walk in my statutes. And you shall keep my judgments and do them. He speaks about giving us a new heart, a new spirit. And that new spirit will be in. That new spirit will be in you. Then in Joel chapter 2 verse 28, another promise. Joel chapter 2 verse 28. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall, I mean, your old men shall dream dreams. And your young men shall see visions. I will pour out my spirit upon. So, no believer has a spirit problem. No believer has a spirit problem. You don't need more spirit, you don't need greater spirit. You don't need more fire. No believer has a spirit problem. Because he has given us all of his spirit. In the promises of God or in the promise of the spirit. There is the word in you is more direct and stronger than the word upon you. The prophecy of Ezekiel is more direct and stronger than the prophecy of Joel. In you than upon you. The word in you is more deeper in revelation. In you is more deeper in revelation. The prophet spoke at different times with different revelations. In Hebrews chapter 1 verse 1. God who at sundry times and in diverse manners spoke in time past unto the fathers by the prophet's. The word God who at sundry times and in diverse manners implies levels of revelation, progressive revelation. So different prophets spoke according to revelation. And some had more deeper revelation than some prophets did. Just like John, John had the greatest revelation of all the Old Testament prophets about the Christ. Behold, the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. That is the biggest revelation any prophet of the Old Testament ever brought forth. It was brought forth by John. That's why Jesus called John the greatest of all the prophets. He was more articulate. He was more emphatic. And he had clarity in his prophecy of the Christ. In his prophecy of the Christ. So what Joel said is not as strong as what Ezekiel said. Joel said, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And it describes an aspect. Upon is a description of an aspect of what the spirit gives. You didn't hear that. The spirit upon is a description of an aspect of what the spirit gives. But Ezekiel said, I will put my spirit within you. Upon you by Joel is a language that is only used in the Old Testament. Upon. Upon you simply means you will be inspired and you will minister. You will be inspired and you will minister. That's the meaning of upon. But when it says within you, it means my spirit will share the same nature with your spirit. My spirit will share the same nature With your spirit. In other words, he is saying, when I give you my spirit, nobody will be able to differentiate between my spirit and your spirit. In other words, my nature will now be called the spirit of God. My own nature, as Abel, who has received the spirit, my nature now is the spirit of God. That is, the nature will come from God. The word spirit and the word life will mean the same thing. So when he said, I will put my spirit within you, what he was actually saying is, I will put my life within you. The spirit of God is the life of God. I will put my life within you. Or when he says, or when you say the spirit of God, you're actually saying the life of God. The spirit of God The life of God, the same thing. When I say I have the life of God, it's the same thing. It means my life is the life of God. (laughs) My life is the life of God. And when I say I have the spirit of God, it's the same thing. I am saying my life is the life of God. That's exactly where Ezekiel's prophecy carries strong insight. It carries strong appeal than what Joel said. He said, "I will put my spirit within you." The same thing Jesus said in John chapter 14 verse 16 and 17. John chapter 14 verse 16 and 17. "And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever." Next verse. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But you know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in, and shall be in you. The same thing Jesus spoke about in John chapter 4 verse 14, the gospel of John four fourteen, Speaking to the woman at the well. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water. Springing up into everlasting life. He says it shall be springing up in him unto everlasting life. So it's a strong word in you. In you in you is stronger than upon you because if it's in you, it will come upon you if it's in you, it will come upon you but it can come upon you without being in you but if it's in you, it will come upon you so it's a stronger word to say, I will put my spirit within you That tells you that the man who is saved has the nature of God. Or as God, because he came from God. The man that is born again, the man that is saved, came from God. Born of God is the way John said it. John chapter 3 verse 3. John chapter 3 verse number 3. John 3 3. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, He cannot see the kingdom of God. John chapter 3 verse 5. John 3 5. Same John. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the spirit, He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So, born again, see the kingdom. Born of water and of the Spirit, enter the kingdom. John chapter 3, verse 6. John chapter 3, verse number 6. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Verse 7. Oh, glory to God. Marvel not that I said unto thee, You must be born again. Verse 8. I love verse 8. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born no more water, born of the Spirit. Which means the subject matter was not water, the subject matter was a spirit. Are you still here? So what does he mean by born of the spirit? In John chapter 3 verse 16. For God so loved the world. The same context. That he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish. But have everlasting life. So he is talking about believing in the gospel of Christ. When you believe in the gospel of Christ, you are born of the spirit. When you believe in the gospel of Christ, you are born of the spirit. Because in First John chapter 3 verse 9, 1 John chapter 3 verse 9, the same John speaking said, Whosoever is born of God, doth not commit sin, for his seed remaineth in him. And he cannot sin because he is born of God. Because the seed of God abides, not visited. The seed of God has has taken residence. On his inside, he cannot sin. 1 John chapter 5 verse 1. The same John speaking. 1 John chapter 5 verse 1. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And everyone that loveth him that begat loveth him also that is begotten of him. Verse 4. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world. Even our faith in Jesus. So the moment a man believes the gospel, he is born of God. So the word born of God and born of the spirit is the same. To be born of God is to be born of the spirit. John 3.16 tells you to be born of the spirit. Whosoever believeth in him should not perish. But have everlasting life. That same John chapter 3 verse 14. Look at the way brother, I mean Jesus was still explaining. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the son of man be lifted up. Next verse. That whosoever believeth in him by virtue of his being lifted up, death, burial, and resurrection, should not perish. But have eternal life. But have eternal life. Wow. So, which means, the moment you believe the gospel, you are born again. You are born of the spirit, symbolic of water. That which is born of flesh is flesh, that which is born of spirit is spirit. The man born of spirit, you can't tell where he's coming from. You can't tell where he's going to. But you hear the sound thereof. So is everyone that is born of God, which is born of the spirit, which is born again. Born again. First John chapter 5 verse 18. Oh, I love this. 1st John chapter 5 verse 18 We know that whosoever is born of God sineth not but he that is begotten of God keepeth himself in the original he doesn't keep himself the original says he that is begotten of God him God keepeth and that wicked one toucheth him not him god keep it you can't be born by your mother and you keep yourself when you're born by your mother your mother keeps you so when you're born of god god keepeth you and that wicked one toucheth you not teaching good this morning now stay with me so when we say anyone who believes the gospel is born of the spirit of god it means that man is born of God. Say with me very loud, I am born of the spirit of God. Notice Jesus said, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. That is, the flesh will produce its kind. Then he said, that which is born of the spirit is spirit. That means the spirit will produce its kind. In other words, when someone believes the gospel, he becomes a kind Of the spirit of God. You didn't hear that. When someone believes the gospel, he becomes a kind of the spirit of God. In other words, he has the same nature, the same life as the spirit of God. He has the same nature, the same life as the spirit of God. Jesus said, the spirit will be given. And the spirit will only be given upon his ascension to the right hand of the father. So, we said, right hand of the father is not right hand side. Right hand of the father is regency. When you hear the word right hand, it means authority. That's Bible language. All authority. Now, notice this very well and listen carefully because it's very critical where I'm moving into right now. Everything that will come from Jesus' redemptive sacrifice has to be free. Everything that will come from Jesus' redemptive sacrifice has to be free. If it is Jesus, it is freely given. Anything you have to pay for, Or anything you have to make an exchange for. Or anything you have to tap into with money. is not what Jesus' redemptive sacrifice has provided. Now we have looked at the word, the gift of God. It is the gift of God. John chapter 4 verse 14. Acts chapter, now let me read, it says... Whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give, I shall give. It is gifted. I shall give. Look at Acts 2:38. Acts chapter 2, verse 38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift. You shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, which means it's freely given. You shall receive the gift. Of the Holy Ghost Acts 8:20. Acts chapter 8, verse 20. Mm-mm. But Peter said unto him, Thy money perish with thee, because thou hast taught that the gift of God may be purchased with money. You can't buy what God gives, because it is freely given. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. Are you still here? Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8, for by grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. So the gift of God will have to be free. Last Sunday I said, how will you want to have a father that you pay before he talks to you? A father that you can't have his audience till you pay. What kind of useless father is that? When you want to talk to him, you sow a seed. If you want him to answer you fast, you sow a sacrificial seed. And if you want him to answer you fast, fast, you sow a heavy sacrificial seed. Is he a father or an area father or a businessman wearing the cloth of a father? Whatever the father gives is freely given. He that spare not his son, nothing is as precious as the son. Nothing is as precious as his son. He that spare not his son, but gave him up for us all, how shall, he, how shall he not also with him freely give us all things? The day of that transactionary gospel is over. That day is over. That day is over. A pastor called me from Ghana. Within the week mama was in the room with me. And he said, Dr. Damina, you have spoiled the entire business for pastors. I said, I have just started. He said, you know, a pastor came from Nigeria to Ghana. And he was lamenting that your teachings have made Christians not to be given. I say, it's not my teaching. It is their teaching that deceived Christians. My teaching now opened the eyes of Christians to see that they have been deceived. So they stop giving to recover first. Then they will now hear what the right thing should be before knowing what to do. Then the pastor now said to me, he's a a very big pastor in Ghana, He he has a Bible school, he trains pastors in thousands. He now said to me, now Dr. Damina, I am a secret student of your teaching, and I agree with what you're teaching. But you need to help us pastors. Teach us what to do now that there is, Titan is not New Testament. We can no more intimidate and manipulate people. What do we do going forward? I told him, don't worry, I'm going to do a book on ministry and the life of a minister. And I said to him, every preacher of the gospel will have to look for a business, a source of sustenance, and stop depending on tithe and offerings, because if you have money for yourself, you won't manipulate the gospel to get anything from anybody. And he said to me, can you do videos on that? I said, we teach it exclusively in our Bible schools. I am not responsible for how the body of Christ behaves. I'm only responsible for the people under my spiritual covering. Are we teaching good? Say with me, everything that comes from Jesus is freely given. Everything that comes from Jesus. Everything that comes from Jesus. Is freely given. (laughs) That means it will have no conditions to eat. Do this for God to do this. Fraud. If you don't do this, God cannot do this. Scam. In capital letters. If it's given by Jesus, it has no conditions attached. Because the spirit is given after Jesus has paid the price. So the gift of the spirit or the giving of the spirit has no conditions at all to eat. It has no conditions at all to eat. The giving of the spirit is free. I watched a video the other day on Channels TV, or was it Channels or Arise TV, one of those TV stations, where a particular so-called pastor in Kaduna told his members that the rapture is about to take place. And every of them have, every member has to pay 315,000 naira. Then he will evacuate them from Kaduna to a camp in the western part of Nigeria and keep them in the camp to wait for the rapture. And um, people are paying, and he is taking them. They are leaving their jobs, leaving everything, leaving their houses and properties to a camp to wait. If you say what we are teaching is not good, you will pay three hundred and fifteen thousand. They're in either Ogun State or Ondo State in a camp waiting for Jesus when hunger, the hunger that will wire them is still doing impress up. <laughs> I hear of another church, a very prominent church, where the pastor has told the members that the first flight is boarding right now. Every member should get their boarding pass for the first rapture. That because if they miss this particular rapture, the next one is after seven years. Where are they getting all this from? The time shall come when they shall not endure sound doctrine so teachers with itching ears will take advantage of them. Everything that Jesus gives has no condition. is freely given. Thank you Lord. So the gift of the spirit or the giving of the spirit has no condition at all to it because Jesus has met all the requirements. So in order for a man to have the spirit of God, all he needs is to receive what Jesus has provided. That means therefore, what Jesus gives must be at the characteristic of his work. What Jesus gives must carry with it the characteristic of his work. Let's look at a few things. Romans 8 32. Romans chapter 8 verse 32. He that spared not his own son but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely freely give us all things. Freely means there's no condition attached to it. All that you do when God freely gives is to receive. The word receive means to take what you have been freely given. Katalambano. So everything that Jesus has done and everything that comes because of what Jesus has done has to be free. Look at Ephesians chapter 2 verse 4. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 4, 5 and 6. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, wherewith he loved us. Next verse. Even when we were dead in sins, had quickened us together with Christ. For by grace you are saved. Next verse. And hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Quickened us means he gave us life quickened. Same way he gave us his spirit. Look at verse 7 and 8 of that same Ephesians chapter 2. That in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. Next verse. For by grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God that shows you that everything Christ has done is free. You don't do six things. You don't need eight steps. You don't need 14 keys. All of those are mere head knowledge or they are high sounding nonsense to intimidate who'd wink and take advantage of the ignoramus. The ignoramus ignorant person. If God did it in Christ, it has to be free. It has to take the same characteristic of everything he has done in Christ. So, again, everything that God gave to us or everything that came to us from redemption can be called the Spirit. We also said the word in the Spirit also means in Christ, in Him, in whom we have. They mean the same thing. In the Spirit, in Christ. In whom we have, they all say the same thing. They mean the same thing. You can't be in Christ without the spirit. Romans chapter 8 verse 9. You cannot be in Christ without the spirit. But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. It so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man Have not the spirit of Christ. He is none of his. If any man have not the spirit of Christ. So how do I know I belong to Jesus? By his spirit. You can't be a child of God without the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit of God is the proof that you are born of God. It's like saying, this is my father, and when we went for lab tests, the DNA is not the same. How is he my father? So the spirit is the DNA that qualifies or guarantees that you are born of God. we teaching? Please stay with me. So in Christ, in the spirit, is the same thing. Let's examine the fruit of the spirit. Last year we looked at the gifts of the spirit. Last year Soteria we established that it is the same spirit. You don't receive two spirits. You don't have two encounters. You have one spirit. God gave us his spirit so we can have experiences. You didn't hear that. God gave us his spirit so we can have experiences. In other words, you are not supposed to say, I am born again, and that's all of it. He gave you life, and life means activity. Life means activity. Dead people have no activity. Once life enters a man, activity begins. That means there are some things that ought to be seen, because you have the life of God. Or because you have the spirit of God. It is not just supposed to be only it is done. The finished work of Christ. Yes, everything is done. As touching, Jesus died for our sins. He was buried. He rose on the third day, seated at the right hand of the Father, and he gave us his spirit. That has been done. When you mean the word spirit or the word life, You are talking about activity or you are talking about experiences. Only men alive have experiences. Only men alive have activities. A dead body does not react, does not respond, does not move. So when the life of God entered you, activities began. So when you have the life of God in you, or the spirit of God, there are things to see and there are things to hear. Sight and sounds of the spirit. You can't have the spirit and just be dumb. Eh -eh. The, eh The giving of the spirit is the triggering of activity and experiences. Stay with me. In other words, some things will be happening to us because we are born again. So Galatians chapter five verse 22. Glory to God, Galatians 5:22, "But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, next verse, meekness, temperance against such there is no law. He mentioned nine things and he called it fruit. Nine things and he called it fruit. Normal English, he should have said fruits. The word fruit is a Greek word kapos. K-A-R-P-O-S. Kapos. That's the word fruit. Sometimes It is used symbolically about trees and the fruits that come out of them. Let's see where this is used. Matthew 3, 8 to 10. Please pay attention. Matthew chapter 3 verse 8 to 10. Bring forth therefore fruits, plural, meat for repentance, verse 9. And think not to say within yourselves, we have Abraham to our father. For I say unto you that God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. Next verse. And now also the axe is laid unto the root of the trees. Therefore every tree which bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Every tree singular. Matthew 7:16 7, and 17. Matthew Seven sixteen and seventeen you shall know them by their fruits do men gather grapes of thorns or figs or thistles next verse even so every good tree bringeth forth good fruit but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit plural matthew 12 thirty three matthew 12 thirty three Either make the tree good and his fruit good. Or else, make the tree corrupt and his fruit corrupt. For the tree is known by his fruit. Singular. He uses the word fruit as singular. Even though what you see on the tree may be many. 50 oranges on a tree. But it is fruit. Fifty oranges on one tree. It is fruit. But he uses fruit to express everything he's seen on that tree. Notice that. Look at Matthew 13 verse 8. The parable of the sower. Matthew 13. But other fell into good ground and brought forth fruit. Some a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold. Same scripture. Look at verse 26. Matthew 13, 26. But when the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit, then appeared the tares also. Parable of the sower. Matthew 21:19. Matthew 21, 19. And when he saw a fig tree in the way, he came to it and found nothing thereon, but leaves only, and said unto it, Let no fruit grow on thee henceforth forever. And presently. The victory withered away. Take these other scriptures for further exegesis on your own. Matthew 21, 34. Matthew 21, 34. Verse 41 and 43. Matthew 21, 34. 41, 43. Mark chapter 4 verse 8. On the parable of the sower. Mark chapter 4, verse 28, the same parable. Mark eleven fourteen, 14, the same as Matthew 21, 19. That word, fruit, and you know when we study a subject of scripture, we go holistically. Alright, I hope you know that. So we're just laying some groundwork. Now the word is used 66 times in what you call the New Testament of the Bible. Sixty-six times. And every time it's used, it must be construed contextually. When that word fruit is used, it must be looked at contextually. It must be seen within context. Sometimes it is used to represent a crop or a tree. Sometimes that word is used to describe actions. 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 Sometimes it is used to describe nature. Nature. And sometimes it is used to describe deeds. Deeds. So sometimes it is used to describe literal sowing seed and getting fruit. So what will, what will tell us what he means or implies will be the context. The context where that word is used. So, every time fruit is used in the Bible, is used within context. You have to examine it within context. There's a particular one I want you to look at. Acts chapter 2 verse 30. The word kapos. Acts chapter 2 verse 30. Therefore, be, pay attention to this. Being a prophet and knowing... That God has sworn with an oath to him, that of the fruit of his loins, the fruit of his loins, according to the flesh, he will raise up Christ to sit on his throne. Capos. King James uses it differently. The word fruit. It means descendant. Those who came from him, they are called fruit. So it's not every time you read fruit, it has to be a seed or a tree or a plant. And it's not every time you see the word fruit that it means it grew. It grew. It's not every time. And it's not every time you see the word fruit that it means a seed that grew. Look at Romans chapter 1 verse 13. <clears throat> we'll look at it in details later, but Romans 1 13. Pay attention. Now I will not have you ignorant, brethren, that oftentimes I was proposed to come unto you. But was let hitherto. That I may have some fruit among you also. Even as among other Gentiles. Have some fruit singular among you. We will look at that in detail. So here it is referred to as something. As a reward of something or as a result of something. Look at Romans chapter 6 verse 20. Romans chapter 6 verse 20. For when you were the servants of sin, you were free from righteousness. Next verse. What fruit, singular, had you then in those things whereof you are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. Next verse. But now, be made free from sin and become servants to God. You have your fruit, singular, unto holiness, and the end, everlasting life. Similar to Galatians 5.22. So you see, fruit there is not something that grows. And of course, the fruit there is unto holiness. He is not definitely talking about wanting. It is something that has to do with summarizing. Like a short form. Summarizing everything that has happened to a man who is no longer a slave to sin. He called it a fruit unto holiness. A summary of many things. So the word fruit here is used as touching the result of our freedom from sin. The result of our freedom from sin. Please pay attention. Romans chapter six verse twenty-one. Romans six twenty one. What fruit had he then in those things whereof you are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. Romans fifteen twenty-eight. A lot of scriptures good for your saintly dignity. When therefore I have performed this and have sealed to them this fruit. I will come by you into Spain. Brother Paul. (laughs) He is saying that the Jews were gathering money for the poor saints in Jerusalem. Oftentimes, some people will give materials. Some people will give money. So, he put everything together. And he uses a word for it. A singular word. Fruit. But the material gift, the financial gift, all he called it fruit. Pay attention. capos. First Corinthians 9.7 First Corinthians chapter 9 verse 7 Who goeth a warfare any time at his own charges? Who planted a vineyard and eateth not of the fruit thereof? Or who feedeth a flock and eateth not of the milk of the flock? Very literal. It has to do with you know planting and the fruit of what you planted. In Ephesians chapter 5, which is very key, it is related with our study. Now we have seen one that is related to Romans 6.22. So let me read Romans, then I'll read Ephesians. Romans chapter 6 verse 22. Are you still here? Very good. But now, somebody shout now. I'm not hearing he shout now. Be made free from sin and become servants to God. You have your fruit unto holiness. And the end of it is everlasting life. Say with me, I'm free from sin. Shout it very loud. Say it very loud. Say, because I'm alive to God. Say, I'm alive to God. I am free from sin. So my fruit is unto holiness. The end everlasting life. That is the end product of this life is of this new experience is everlasting life. The definition of this new life is holiness. Holiness is a summary for all the things we are going to be examining. And the word holiness means to be set apart. Now, another one that is related to what we just read is Ephesians chapter 5 verse 9. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 9. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth. Are you there? Are you there? Now, even though King James didn't put it right, but we will correct it in the next few days. Take note of that. We will do, we'll correct that. All right? Now, the word, the Spirit, is actually the light. The light. That's the way it should be. The light. To make sense, because what he was discussing there was light. Look at verse 8 of Ephesians chapter 5. Pay attention. For you were sometimes darkness, but now are you light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Are you following? Hey, hey, are you following? For you were sometimes darkness. But now are you what? Light. Where? In the Lord. So walk as what? Children of light. Then look at the next verse. Consistency of thought. For the fruit of the light. The fruit of the light is in all goodness and righteousness and truth. Now keep that somewhere. Because if you call someone a child of light... You are referring to light being the mother or the progenitor of that person. A child of light means the father is light. Eh? So the resultant effect of a child of light will be goodness and righteousness and truth. Those are the results of the origin of this child. From his progenitors. Child of light. He is saying the fruit of that light. Because the light of which we are children of. He says that light is in all goodness. And righteousness. And truth. Look at Philippians 1.11. Philippians 1.11. Being filled with the fruit, plural, of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ unto the glory and praise of God. Philippians chapter 4, verse 14. Pay attention. Now we standing, you have well done that you did communicate with my affliction. He is talking about the collection of money and material things. And then look at verse 15 now. He now calls this money collection. Watch, watch. Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but ye only. Next verse. For even in Thessalonica, you sent once and again unto my necessity. Next verse. Not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit. Kapos. That may abound unto your account. So he calls offering fruit. He calls their giving to him fruit, fruit that abounds to their account. Second Timothy chapter two verse six. Second Timothy chapter two verse six. The husband and the laborer must be first partaker of the fruits. Take note of that. Hebrews twelve eleven. Hebrews twelve. 11. Now, no chastening for the present seemed to be joyous, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterward, it yielded the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto which I exercise thereby. Talking about correction. That means the result of correction will be righteousness by them that I exercise thereby. Hebrews thirteen fifteen. Hebrews Thirteen, fifteen. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. The fruit of our lips. You know that your lip cannot be a tree, right? Eh? You know that your lip cannot be a tree. So the fruit of your lip will be what? Words. The things you say. Everybody who talks has the fruit of his lips. All the words we speak are called the fruit of our lips. So the fruit of our lips should be thanksgiving to him. Thanksgiving to God. Look at James chapter 2 verse 17. As I begin to round up. James chapter 2 verse 17. Even so faith, if it has no works, is dead being alone. James... 5 7 James 5 7 Be patient therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husbandman waited for the precious fruit of the earth, and had long patience for it until he received the early and latter rain. Fruit of the earth. He's talking about salvation. Precious fruit. One, just one, fruit of the earth. Look at James 5.18 James 5.18 And he prayed again and the heaven gave rain and the earth brought forth half fruit. One word used to speak of many things. So fruit is one word speaking of several activities. The word fruit doesn't have to necessarily refer to tree. Also it doesn't always refer to something that is grown. Sometimes it just means the result of an action, not a seed that grows over time. So whenever you see the word fruit, you must look at it in context. What is he referring to? Look at Luke chapter 1 verse 42. Luke chapter 1 verse 42. And she spake out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed Is the fruit of thy womb referring to Elizabeth? So, fruit is also used for a child, not something that grows that you cultivate. Watch so the word fruit is used for crops, is used for actions, is used for deeds, deeds, a benefit, a harvest. Effects. Results. Let me go over the list. The word fruit is used for crops, actions, deeds, a benefit, a harvest, effects, results. So as a round off, Galatians 5.22. Galatians 5.22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. Next verse Meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. So when we say the fruit of the Spirit is love, the fruit of the Spirit is love, he mentions singular for the fruit. Then he mentions a plurality of things. So which means the fruit of the spirit is not love. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, gentleness. It's not just love. The fruit of the spirit has a plurality plurality of things. I almost spoke in tongues there. Because in that juncture, tongues are quicker than English language. Thank God for tongues. A plurality of things. The fruit of the spirit. Love, joy, peace, gentleness, meekness. Now the next statement, explain it. Against such, there is no law. Which means you cannot explain the fruit of the spirit without explaining the law. Against such, there is no law. So what is the law that cannot be against the fruit of the Spirit? Look at Galatians 5.18. Woo! Enjoying? But if you be led of the Spirit, you are not under the law. If you be led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Wow, you can't explain this without mentioning the law. So we have two similar scriptures. don't forget Romans 6:22 and Ephesians 5 eight to nine. the examples we read earlier. It will mean that the fruit of the spirit, a singular word, because the spirit is a living person. The fruit of the spirit. A living person. When you mention fruit and you mention a living being, you are referring to child of. Child of or product of. Child of or product of. We have seen trees, we have seen actions. So, will this be an action of the spirit or products of the spirit? our city. Will this be the action, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, general Will it be the action of the spirit or the products of the spirit? Excellent. The products of the spirit. So when you have spirit, what the spirit in you produces, the products, not what the spirit makes you do, but what the spirit in you, naturally by being inside you, it produces without effort the product the produce of the spirit so the products of the spirit will be these things or the result of the spirit in you will be love joy peace gentleness that is the result of the spirit so the question will be the result of the spirit how in the next service, we will start from there looking at the context of that spirit in that later. The result of the spirit. The products. You don't fast and pray for a mango tree to produce mangoes. You will be a total jobless person to be fasting and praying for a mango tree to produce mangoes. Once the tree is planted, and the environment is good enough And the tree is given time It will produce mangoes It does not require prayer So you praying for God to give you love Is prayer in unbelief that has no answer Praying for God to give you joy Oh father give me joy Is a useless prayer Because it has no answer Praying for God make me kind it's a stupid prayer in unbelief. Because this, well, if you need God to give you kindness, get born again. If you're praying for God to make you love people, it means you're not born again. So get born again. Father. Father give me love. Oh God, give me love. I don't know. I need love. There's too much bitterness. There's too much anger inside me. Father, give me love. You know what you're simply saying? I'm not born again. Because the fruit, the produce coming out of me is not from light. So I need to be born again. Otherwise, if you are born again and born of the spirit, the spirit has taken up residence inside you. The resultant effect of the spirit in you will be this. I'm teaching good. That the communication of your faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing that is in you in Christ some of you just coming into this realization habits will be broken things you are struggling with because you are not acknowledging who you are partakers of the divine nature partakers of the divine nature divine nature that is there are divine genes and chromosomes That you are a partaker of. And by virtue of this, you have escaped by flight from the corruption that is in the world. Because you are born not of corruptible seed, sperma, seed, sperm, DNA, but of an incorruptible seed by the word of God. Born of God, born of the seed of God, born of the nature of God. If anybody is looking for God's character, they look at you. Stand on your feet, that's all I've got for you this morning. Turn to your neighbor, and say you're standing by one, born of God. The nature of God, the spirit of God is alive in me. Oh, you didn't say it. Well, the spirit of God, the nature of God is alive in me. Oh, said again, the spirit of God, the nature of God is alive in me. I produce fruits unto holiness, the end, everlasting life. Glory! Grab somebody. Let's pray in tongues for another two, three minutes. Let's pray for one another in the spirit. Libra na 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 na. Jekka agalabo Zekele nemombra. Lebron a garana Korato mereke tinaka kalana. E jekolo do bobro da baba. Angelenemosata. 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 Aya la barakatana. O gabosha kalaba. We grow in grace. We grow in knowledge. Angelenemosotala by region of growth fruits of righteousness fruits of holiness your people are rooted and grounded in the knowledge of the world built of spiritual houses pray 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 leave that person go to another person leave that person go to another person let's prophesy over one another those that are struggling with bondages those that are struggling with mental cages as this word is coming let addictions be broken let mental cages be broken the entrance of the world healthy appetites overtaking useless appetites appetites Acknowledging, acknowledging, acknowledging every good thing. The inheritance of the saints in light, partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, jachalarabas. praise you father leave those answers begin to speak over your own life begin to speak over your own life begin to speak over your own mind begin to speak over your own heart Brenda, no, pray pray speak over yourself say what God says about you declare what God declares about you Lebron nanane zakila na mama say what god says about you Lebron da do zakala na mamás zakala na mamás zakala na mamás say what god says about you declare that that, that myes be justified say what god says about you Oh, Zekele de Bush. Oh, Zekele de Bush. Say what God says about you. I produce fruit unto righteousness. I produce fruit unto holiness. Legro raconde Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Father glory to the lamb hallelujah in the name of Jesus and I decree that the revelation of this word grows big on your inside until nothing else matters I decree that addictions are broken struggles are terminated in the name of Jesus acting beside yourself acting a script that is not yours identity crisis is laid to rest in the name of Jesus. Amen. Revelation knowledge flows in this house. Flows in our campuses. Flows to the online community. Television and radio. Until nothing else matters. In the name of Jesus. Thank you Father for answered prayer. In Jesus precious name. And every believer says that. Amen on a note of finality. Go ahead and celebrate the word this Is that how you celebrate the world? Glory. Woo! (laughs) Now I have been told by our media team that there's hashtag to use for all personal posts and the sharing of our broadcast. The hashtag is 3030DOG2022. 30 Days of Glory, D O G 2022 is on the screen. And hash Soteria 9. Those are the two hashtags we're using throughout the month. So, whenever you post something, use the hashtag. Whenever you share something, use the hashtag. Let's get this word all over the earth. How many of you know that the word is growing in the nations? How many of you know the word is growing? all over the world. Let's stay on this. This is our assignment to flood the earth with the fragrance of Jesus until every nook and corner of the world is lightened with the gospel. Somebody shout hallelujah. I want to take up your honor offerings. Let's grab our honor offerings as we give today. Leave the hashtags on the screen for people who are still writing. Every time we teach you the word in this church, we give in honor. We give deliberately. We are generous. We are willing, we are excited about the responsibility of our father's mandate to the nations of the earth. Today is partnership service, right? Today is partnership service. All our partners around the world, online, in our campuses, we want to thank you through partnership. You're able to help us get this gospel all over the earth through your partnership. And um, I tell you, as you continue to partner with us faithfully, faithfully, together, we will see the earth totally taking over with this gospel. So all partners online, redeem your partnership. We're going to pray for you in this service and in the next service. And, um, you know, in our campuses, you know, um, all the partners, make sure you reach out and make sure you redeem your commitments to enable us to meet up with the things we are committed to doing for the kingdom of God. Thank you for partnering. Thank you for giving of yourself to the mandate of Christ. Lift up your honor offerings this morning. Father, we thank you for the privilege to give. We give in faith, we give with joy. Our offerings are a sweet smell before you today. I decree that every need is met supernaturally. Throughout this month, as we settle to learn your word on daily basis, we rejoice that the light is shining. Shining in such a dimension that no veil will survive. We give you praise. In Jesus' precious name. And every believer says a powerful amen. Now, listen, we're not going to sign you up because we'll be answering a few questions in Ask the Counselor before we close this particular service. But also, you know, we have a continuing service at 11 a.m. this morning. Then you also know that from tomorrow evening, 6 p.m. GMT plus 1, 6 p.m. GMT plus 1, Monday to Friday, we are teaching every day. You don't want to stay out of this for anything. Buy data Get your pen, your notebook. It's going to be an exciting study and growth season in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. All right, hit the music. Let's do it. Anywhere around the pulpit, you come forward, drop your offerings. Let's celebrate the risen love. Glory to
0: God. Somebody
2: rejoice.
0: As you come forth, you drop in the baskets and the worship offering anywhere here. If you don't want to thank God, just giving thanks. Just giving praise. Every time you have opportunity to give, thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Give him thanks. Give him thanks. Father, we give you praise and we thank you because we have this opportunity to give. We are risen with Christ, and so we we'll seek the things which are above, where Christ is seated. And though this morning, we lift our hands in honor and in worship, and we give in faith. And we thank you for accepting us and our offerings, in Jesus' name. Amen. Please come forward and drop.
3: Hallelujah! Thank you. the counselor, and I'm super, super elated to return. It's Ask the Counselor, day one of 30 Days of Glory, 2022. We're honored to return in style. We're honored for life. We're honored for Jesus. We're honored all around, and we're just super excited that God has brought all of us here. Just put your hands together for us, for yourselves. It's so, so nice to see you all again. In a moment, we're going to be launching a special edition of Ask the Counselor, and it's a special edition because this opening week of 30 Days of Glory 2022, we're going to be doing it freestyling. We're just been going to be going around the world. Okay, opening announcements that we always would have at this point of the program, account details. Account name is Power City International, but of course... That covers bank two, that is bank number one and bank number two. One hundred thirty-nine twenty-six four six five. That's for UBA. One hundred thirty-nine twenty-six four six five. Power City International remains the account name. And that is for UBA. Okay, for Zenith, still the same account name, Power City International. Ten twelve thirty-six fifty-nine twelve, ten twelve, thirty-six. Okay, uh, my producer has told me we'll be running this segment of the program for at least 30 minutes. So we're looking at the possibility of you having at least 10, 15 minutes of phone calls. So, plus 234, if you're calling us from outside Nigeria, otherwise simply 0806-800-9939. You want to send us a text message or two? You can just use our SMS line plus two three four again if you are SMSing from outside of Nigeria, otherwise simply 0703-691-8642. Email ask the counselor now at gmail.com for sponsorship for 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 sponsorship for support for all of that. Just to make sure this program remains on air. Again, if you are calling us from Outside Nigeria, is plus 234, but otherwise, the hotline is, plus, uh, is 0803-275-6104, or an email or two to Dr. Abel Damina at yahoo.com. Dr. That is simply D-R. Okay. My name is Michael Bush. My producer is here with his production team. That is Dr. Well, so soon. Very soon. is going to be Dr. Pastor E.J. Not forgetting the main man, the man for every moment. Our father, Dr. Abel Damina. The
1: Intercontinental, Mr. Bush. Global Baba. So good to see you see this morning. We have
3: this They have kept us. They kept us so.
1: You know, these guys are full of style. I don't know.
3: <laughs> Global Baba, so nice to see you. This is the first You've time
1: been... I'm seeing you after your daughter got married. Congratulations. Global Baba. The Intercontinental.
3: <laughs> Global Baba, thank you. Um, You know, a number of people have been talking about this since you have raised that global bar, but you know, when I came on this program in 2020 and um, suddenly I became intercontinental, I didn't know that I was going to be that just even physically. That's right. Because having an intercontinental son-in-law now. That, you know, confirms my position that you gave me. Very true. Global Baba. That, that's true. And and so Global Baba too has been doing prof- the prophetic, you know. That's so. right. That's so right. nice to see you, Global Baba. So good to see you. And you have been traveling the world, Global Baba.
1: We've, tra- we've tried in the last And this year. time
3: you drag Mama along. You should allow Mama to rest, Global Baba.
1: Mama, Go- Mama has just started. She will be dragged <laughs> some more.
3: <laughs> so nice to see you, Global Baba. Glory. We need to get down. Global Baba, opening prayers. Let's pray together.
1: Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for your grace and your mercy and the opportunity to bring clarity to doctrinal issues, even on this segment of the service. Thank you for Nigeria. Thank you for Kwaibom State. Thank you that this nation is undergoing a transition. We trust you that this transition period is already secured, that this nation will not be overrun by the enemy and all of his plots. We speak peace over Nigeria. And we decree that your purpose for this nation finds expression. We pray for Akwaibom too as the transition is also happening here. We speak peace over Akwaibom state. And we thank you for the blessing. We decree that the word of God continues to grow from this pulpit all over the nations of the earth. Men and women are coming to the knowledge of the truth. We give you praise for answered prayer. In Jesus' name we pray.
3: Amen. Okay, Lobaba, many thanks again for staying tuned, everyone around the world. Uh, global, but before we set sell, some um, great things to say today. First, let's go to Matthew. I think that was Matthew 3, 8. You, you know, you, were t- you yep. gave us many scriptures to Joshua. show that it's the fruit, Is the fruit, Is the fruit. Yeah. But I think Matthew 3, 8 talked about fruits. Yeah. Why?
1: Well, that's still part of all we're going to be learning within the week. And I didn't want to just jump on it. But at least we know that there is fruit, there is fruit. And then we know that fruit or fruits, the word kapos, does not only mean things that grow from the ground. It could be actions. It could be products. It could be deeds. It could be the result of something. Mm. So in the course of exegesis, we will, come, we will arrive at why
3: it's like that. Okay, global, but also you talked, um, I think that was First John chapter 5, um, verse 18. Um, and I'm trying to remember what it was about. Okay, that when you become... A born of God, yep. um, he you keeps keep you. Yes, God is supposed to keep you. Yep. But the Bible records that um, that Bible, that yeah. version, yeah. Yes. says King that James. you keep yourself. Yes. And you said, no, it's not like that in the original. Yes. No, Baba, how are all of us going to know what the original says when the Bible goes uh, you know, as as it has done, in this case? You
1: know, we're teaching and teaching and teaching and op- opening every verse of Scripture.
3: No, Baba, but what about people who are not listening to you, who are not under what you call your spiritual covering?
1: Well, that is the disadvantage they have, but at least basically, they know that Jesus died, he was buried on the third day they rose, he rose, so they, were, they, were, they are saved. But the only thing is that they may not come to the full knowledge of the truth and they won't enjoy this liberty that we're enjoying.
3: And, and thank you, Global Baba, for how realistic, how easy, how real you make the Bible. For instance, he said. How can your mother give birth to you, but you are the one keeping yourself? No, it doesn't make I mean, sense. it was a beautiful analogy. That's right. Thank you, blah, 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 blah. let's set now. Right. Glory, glory, glory. This one rise from inside the church, and remember, it's a freestyle edition, as we set sail on Ask the Counselor. Season 9 of 30 Days of Glory. Says uh, Global Baba, and the Intercontinental Michael Bush, thank you for your labor word and induction. My prayer is that God continually guides, uh, grants both of you the wisdom of the Spirit, which is the revelation in the knowledge of him. Global Baba, please, I have some questions for you. Peter, an apostle of no mean repute, recommended, and commended the writings of Paul as insight. That is the only one, is the only apostle of the Lamb Who did this? Why?
1: Well, you know, Peter the Apostle was the father of all the Apostles. You know, he was the key speaker among all the Apostles. And when such a man tells you that the writings of Brother Paul are epistles, you must take that very serious. It's because of the position given to him, you know, among the Apostles. That's why he had such audacity and authority to speak like that concerning the writings of Brother Paul.
3: Okay, still from the same writer. Doesn't say his or her name. Okay, it says um, your yes, son Honor Wilson. Okay, Honor Wilson has the second question. It says Paul embarked, Baba, on a journey to Damascus, and Jesus appeared to him. Did Jesus appear to Paul flesh and blood, or was it just a flash, Global Baba?
1: Well, Jesus appeared to him in revelation, not physical. Paul never met Jesus physically. It was spiritual. It was you know revelation knowledge.
3: Okay, he continues, as Honorable Wilson, Global Baba, you thought, and we saw in in scriptures, that Jesus is king by conquest against sin and death. So, Global Baba, will it be right to call Jesus the mighty man in battle, or man of war, as pertaining to the battle over sin and death?
1: Well, the battle is not continuing. He has already won, so he can't be the mighty man in battle. He's no more in a battle. The battle is over. There's no more battle.
3: Paul's letters were in no way a correction, addition, contradiction, and subtraction, but a further advancement of what Jesus taught, which was what Moses taught. Here lies my question. But Global Barber, Paul, and Jesus corrected the trust I don't know what that means, and assumptions, the presumptions and assumptions of the Old Testament. Daddy, please help me.
1: Yeah, because the prophets of the Old Testament is not everything that they said that was what God said. Okay, they said what God said and they gave their own interpretations. They gave their own additions. So what the New Testament does is to shed light on what God said in the Old Testament. That's the, that's the ministry of the New Testament. To unveil the truth concerning God in the Old Testament. So that's why, you know, their assumptions are knocked off uh, the things they thought was what God was saying was taken care of. That's why the scriptures are rightly divided, you know, and that's what Jesus and Paul did concerning the writings of the Old Testament.
3: We move outside of the main bowl of the church right here at number 98, Wangiba, road in the heart of uyo a state in the deep south of Nigeria, Africa, and we move around the world now in this uh, special edition of the program, Please, I want to remain anonymous, Baba. I hear people say they got born again without someone preaching to them. So how would you, Baba, explain that? And how about Paul's conversion? Nobody preached to him, but he's born again. How, Baba?
1: No, somebody preached to Paul. When Jesus met Paul on the road to Damascus, he told him to go and meet Ananias. Ananias would tell him what to do. Somebody preached to Paul. Somebody led him, led him to Christ. Somebody followed him up. Somebody discipled him. You know, there's nobody that gets born again without somebody preaching to him. The Bible in Romans chapter 10 verse 14 says, How can they believe on whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without a preacher? And how can the preacher preach except he be sent? That's why all of us have the responsibility to preach. Because we are the only instrument through which the message of what Christ has done gets to the ends of the earth. Everybody who gets saved must have had a man preach somewhere either live on television or radio, but there must be a human instrumentality in bringing the message of salvation.
3: Global Barber, we head to Abuja next, and bro Mike is waiting on hand for us. He writes, hello, Global Baba, God bless you. More for your teachings. I am your online follower on Facebook and even on all live programs. So, Baba, is the yearly and monthly thanksgiving done in most churches today, Biblical? If yes, how should it be done? And please help me with scriptures.
1: Monthly thanksgiving. Well, thanksgiving is not supposed to be monthly. Thanksgiving is supposed to be every time of the day. Our life is a life of thanksgiving. So, monthly thanksgiving may just be a a way of a church trying to drive the consciousness of continual thanksgiving into their members. But we don't do it here because we live a life of thanksgiving as believers, and that's how we live
3: all the time. We have to just in Plateau State, Nigeria. This one writes, Dear Global Baba. I send you warm greetings from the beautiful and cold city of just Plateau State. Trust everyone is doing well at Power City International. I write to sincerely applaud you for your brutal new disposition on teaching the word. My family and I watch your gospel tele most especially your messages with rapt attention. Frankly speaking, Global Bar, you have touched towards a new direction of teaching, the undiluted word of God. I'm so happy for you. I must confess, Global Bar, Bar that you left um, left for me, I would say, it is now you have discovered your main call as God's servant. I wish you had discovered yourself earlier than now. The mature uh, disciples we have churned out would have been countless. Your Sunday message today was breathtaking. Just as you said, many of your colleagues won't like you anymore because you don't play uh, games anymore in terms of unbiblical psyching of followers in terms of offering. I'm very sure other people will be perplexed to hear from the new doctor, Ebel Damina. Anytime I tell people that I've worked with you, know, you at Quibon State, the first statement they will say is the pastor with the sweet tongue that will drain one's pocket in the name of offering. Some will say in Aousa, and Globaba, that is left for you now, because I can't uh, take this one, if, except I have to speak in tongues there. In conclusion, Baba, I wish you the best in propagating the undiluted word. My family here in Joss send their warm greetings and love. Blessings. Seth Thomas Chenda in Joss, Plateau State, Nigeria.
1: Thank you for reaching out, and thank you for the observation. We continue to preach it. And it's never too late to correct your wrongs. Never too late.
3: Yeah, Global, but, you know, it's not, it's not something that we do every day on the program, but when it happens, uh, I think we should also roll along with it. And talking about that, uh, Creflo Dollar, um, There was a video of Creflo Dollar on the Internet. Global seen it? I know you get to see everything.
1: <laughs> I saw it before the video came out.
3: Oh. Global, what do you make of it?
1: Well, it's, it's, it's a good thing. I'm, I'm proud and I'm happy that Creflo... You know, Creflo is one of those voices that was very loud on the materialistic gospel. He was very loud on it because, uh, you know, I'm conversant with Creflo Dollar's ministry. But I'm so happy that he is transiting. He himself said, I'm still growing. Mm. So let people give him the opportunity to continue growing, you know, and, uh, you know, open up to what he's teaching and learn and listen carefully. You know, and as they listen, they should check their scriptures along with him. And I'm just excited that, you know... um, It's beginning at such a level, and we are not going to keep quiet. We're going to keep shouting it and preaching it until the whole world comes to this true knowledge of the gospel of Christ.
3: Fantastic. Okay, my my producer likes to confuse me. He said this segment of the program was going to run for 30 minutes, but it's just gesticulated now that all we have is five minutes, so we need to squeeze in. Of the action. Okay, this one. Dear Global Baba, having listened to your teachings on radio Aquibum for about a year now, I once more write to commend your great work, as well as other uh, offer comments on topics here under. I would have by now read many, if not all, of your books to be more in tune with your interpretations of these topics than rely on the broadcast, but for uh, site limitations, that's why uh, it's difficult for me to reread even this letter that I sent to you. A, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, given that the Bible has its language, the phrases in other, it emphasizes the doctrine of Trinity that is three in one, or one plus one plus one equals to one. Just as husband and wife are regarded as one, one plus one equals one. If you agree with me, then the noun, that's the name, is rightly singular. Plural would mean three different persons. To contrast my point, if Dr. Damina drives a car, he's called driver. If, it, uh, if the airplane it's pilot, if ship, he becomes captain and sailor, yet the same person. God is Father in creation, Son in the incarnate, and Holy Ghost in ministration, yet the same person.
1: Well, um, I don't have any comments.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. Global. you know, I was just going to say that um, sometimes, global uh, just just do like that. When you say we don't have any comments, all of us understand it. You know, so Emmanuel with uh, I or Emmanuel with E. The question, why call him Jesus while the prophecy said Emmanuel? Emmanuel, God among men, God with us, or God in, in us, that dwells in man. This, I understand, is one of, if not, the main message of the Bible. Hence, your insistence that the born again is already in heaven, or that heaven is here with us. If the foregoing is correct, global, bar, but then Christ had or has always been called Emmanuel, that is with I. Abstract noun, name, that is uh, spirit. And this is his main office, place of position. Office defines function and vice versa. Jesus, Jeshua, Jesus It's his name in the incarnate personal noun arising from diverse human languages, yet same, the same office and person. So, the prophecy was valid and came to pass or fulfilled? You
1: speak too much English, that's a problem. And when you speak too much English, you leave Bible and go into English language. Bible is not English language. Bible has its own language. And I will advise you to stay within the context of scripture. And when you're studying scripture, let scripture interpret itself. The name Jesus is in the Bible. Jesus simply means Yeshua or Joshua in the Old Testament. It still means the same thing, Savior. Don't be hung up on labels. Look more into who Jesus really is. If you grow in that knowledge, the label will not bother you.
3: Okay, he calls himself A.K., you admire a global barber. He rounds off now, ye are gods. So that Jesus quoted the prophet on this gives credence to his veracity. If God is creator of heaven and earth and his spirit dwells in us automatically, we are gods. We are creators. We are gods. But in lesser form, that is um, omni, O-M-N-I. The Bible uh, also has has it that if we ask anything according to his uh, will, that's God's will, it shall be granted and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Therefore, we can decree a thing and it shall come to pass or what we call miracles. What's more, man is creating things in the material world, lo And what the mind of God can conceive, and uh, what the mind of man can conceive and believe, he can achieve. Keep the good work going in Jesus' name. You admirer, AK.
1: Well, AK, like I said, stay with the Bible. Don't add to the Bible what the Bible is not teaching. You are not a god. You are a new creation. You are born of God. You are not a god, you know, because the Bible never calls you a god. There's no such description of a believer in the New Testament. The New Testament tells you, any man in Christ, a new creature. That's who you are. Stay with biblical narratives. Don't superimpose your thoughts and nuances on the scripture. Otherwise, you will be abusing the sensibility of the scriptures.
3: Global, this is where we call this uh, first one off. And look forward to the second service when we return in style to continue. Just reaching out to the world and spreading the good news. On behalf of Global Barber, this is Michael Bush. And uh, also thanking the producer, Pastor J. and the production team. As we invite Global Barber now to take us home this first time. Global Barber, Dr. Abel
1: Damina. The Intercontinental, Mr. Bush. Let's celebrate Mr. Bush again for serving us in this service. Praise God. Once again, we want you to know we love you. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to serve you the grace of God in this service. And we pray for those of you in need. We pray for those of you who desire prayer. Your needs are met. Sick bodies be healed. Be healed in the name of Jesus. And we give you praise for healing and miracles and testimonies. Thank you for the blessing upon viewers of this broadcast and everyone hearing the sound of my voice. In Jesus' name we pray amen. and every believer says a powerful amen.
3: Amen.
1: Glory to God. Once again, don't forget 11 a.m. GMT plus one will be live and from tomorrow, Monday to Friday, will be live every evening, 6 p.m. GMT plus one. You don't want to miss out on these 30 days of glory special edition and the intercontinental. You know, this makes us two years. Absolutely. Two years yes. of the Council Absolutely. actually, because it Absolutely. started two years ago. And it's just a joy that we're able to serve you the
3: grace of God. Praise God. Goodbye from Uyo, Nigeria.
1: Amen.